Hey, all right, what's up? Welcome back, guys. It is 11.26, my time, California time. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got a lot of things to talk about. I think I'm just going to split these episodes into two. So first one I'm going to talk about is due to the title called Imposter Syndrome. So for those of you who don't know what that is, literally the definition is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. So I, let me break it down for you. So I went to college and I graduated with my BS Bachelor of Science in Biology with a concentration in pre-med in December of 2018. After that I wasn't really sure whether I should go to grad school before I went to med school or just shoot straight for med school. So I was preparing for the MCAT, the devil of a test, and I gave up. I got overwhelmed and I couldn't do it. Um, so I started looking into programs. That's when I got hired at my um, the job I work at now that I've been at for a year at a clinic that's pretty notorious. If you guys know where I work, then you already know the deal. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later. But I applied for an MBA program at my school that I graduated from. And... I kind of did that. If you don't know what an MBA is, it's a Master in Business Administration. And I was going to do a concentration in healthcare admin. So I wanted to become a doctor and I wanted to eventually open my own practice in low-income neighborhoods, a women's um, clinic, basically, for um, OB-GYN. I wanted to be an obstetrician slash gynecologist. Um, Because... I don't know if you guys have been reading stats or seeing all the stories coming out as of late. I just feel like a lot of African-American women who are pregnant are neglected and slip under the cracks of the healthcare system and nobody really pays attention to them. Uh, I think the one story that had me super upset um, was this woman gave birth and through C-section. Her husband was telling the doctor that she was in pain and all this stuff. And they took hours, I think like 12 something hours, a crazy amount of hours to even get to her. And she ended up dying because she bled out internally. Something went wrong. She went septic, like something crazy happened with the procedure they could have easily fixed. But the fact that they made her wait so long and put other patients above her, she ended up dying. And it's just like, yeah, we all don't want it to come down to color, but let's be real. It's because she was a black woman and they were just, oh, whatever, she's just complaining. And a lot of, there's these things on TikTok that people make of like jokes saying like, oh yeah, patients um, be faking it so they can get attention. And it's like, no, like, do y'all know that Diddy's wife literally died of a heart attack that could have been prevented? Like she had all the symptoms and 
doctor sent her home with like antibiotics because they were just oh you're being dramatic oh you're doing what no like i'm tired of black women being so ignored in the healthcare system like for what are you serious like they're just like any other mother that need attention in healthcare but anyway that's a, a tangent we'll get into that later with other things but that's what i wanted to do because i wanted to value the black woman and take care of her and take her along the journey of motherhood because it should be treasured like um and especially since black women are, are at high, high risk for like heart disease um diabetes and stuff like that like they need to be properly guided on how to have a healthy pregnancy without any complications because they deserve that so i wanted to do that so i was thinking like okay if i have my mba i will have a little bit of the business side i will also have the medical side down so i was like okay let's do this so then i started reaching out to my teachers my past teachers and they were talking about the new program at my school that was for biomedical sciences and i'm like hmm okay um, no linkages, meaning like we weren't going to get guaranteed an interview with any medical schools or PA schools or anything like that. It was just another master's program for biomedical sciences to basically enhance our GPA. So all these people that were in the um, cohort basically were in there to either enhance their GPA, give more research hours, or start studying for their MCAT, DRE, DCAT, um, pharmacy tests, whatever. So I drop out of the MBA program. I apply to the biomedical i got into the mba program mind you dropped out two weeks before it started applied to the biomedical sciences program got in and then i was a part of the first class so i started august 2019 i'm graduating august 2020 with my master's all right so this program extremely rigorous i realized that the study habits I brought from middle school to high school to college to grad school wasn't really going to cut it because I was the type of person who can look at notes before a test and get an A. It wasn't really hard for me. I know a lot. I had to put in like a little bit more extra work, like maybe like two days before, but I would never extensively study weeks for a test ever, 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 ever. Um maybe a week at max maybe for biochem and ochem but like never like every day for 30 minutes and all this no 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 I was not doing that um grad school is different <laughs> I learned pretty quickly that um after each class you had to review for an hour to go over the notes and then prep for the next day so you can at least know what the hell is going on in your class all right so I learned that pretty late so mid-semester i was like yo i can't do this like this is crazy like if i can't survive grad school how the hell am i going to go to medical school and do this for two years i mean medical school is four years so the first two years is basically your didactic years meaning you'll be in school and you'll do being classes the first two years and you'll take your step one um your uslme um step one your boards basically and once you pass that with a decent enough score then they will move you to clinicals so third year you're doing your clinical rounds you're going to um page emergency room ob psychiatry all that family medicine all that type of stuff and then your fourth year is when you can like tailor your schedule to be more like towards the your interests and then your fourth year is when you take your is it your fourth year sorry i'm like all kind of like rusty on this 
you take two steps. So you take your USLME step one before you even go clinicals and you take your USLME step two after clinicals and then you can do your residency or whatever. Okay. So I was just like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. So self-doubt started to creep in. This is where the imposter syndrome ties in because honestly, I got into every program I applied to. I got into my school for undergrad easy both schools easy i learned within a week i was in cool no stress no nothing got into my mba program easy no stress no nothing dropped out from that got into my biomedical science program easy nothing like whatever and sometimes i found myself sitting there like oh my god dude i don't deserve this this is crazy like i didn't do anything to make it work like i i just applied i didn't do i feel like i didn't put in the work to be here with all these people because my cohort is filled with smart people like I'm not saying I'm stupid but it's just like they what it came down to is they had a better work ethic than I did and which can be learned I mean it was learned um but I was just amazed at how many people did so well right off the bat I just feel like my transition was rough because I had about like nine months off of school, which isn't too bad, but considering being in school for like, shoot, 16 years, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't like doing flashcards or like keeping my, my skills sharp or anything like that. So it was kind of rough um, going from just working 40 hour weeks to straight up school. So I always felt that like sense of doubt and like I can't fail because if I fail, then I'm failing myself because I have high, such high expectations of myself um, to do well and to be the best I can be. And I just think grad school is crazy and a lot. I don't know how people get their PhDs because, oh, God bless them. God bless them for real. Because I I don't know. I really don't know. This grad school um, shenanigans has tested me in ways that I've never been tested. Um, Spiritually, emotionally, physically with a lack of sleep. Emotionally with anxiety of worrying about not doing good enough. Spiritually and wondering like, why the hell am I here? Why did God lead me here? Why am I trying to do this? Why can't I just be a regular person <laughs> with no goals? Like, why can't my BS be good enough? A mess. But it's just like all that anxiety and like self-doubt was like crippling because I had no way out. I was just spiraling deeper and deeper and deeper into the abyss. And my studies show that. And um, I finished the semester um, fairly well, considering all the things I was going through um, uh, emotionally and with family and all all that other stuff. But this semester, I've looked at really different. Uh, I've tried to um, to just have a better start and be more positive and uh, know that I do deserve this because I did put in the work, even though I feel like I didn't put in the work. Um, so if you're ever feeling like that. Uh, know that you did do the work because why else would you be there if you didn't and it's literally impossible for you to get into a program without even doing anything because obviously they saw my transcripts obviously they saw my letters of recommendation my essay 
um all these things so they chose me for a reason like I just thought like oh yeah because I was an alumni from that school that's why they chose me like no like they didn't have to you know like they obviously preferred people who graduated from their school but it's it was meant to be I don't know I'm just trying to have that outlook in life instead of being so anxious and worried about everything because everything does happen for a reason and it's not some random mistake like oops yeah it's a mistake or oops it was I was just lucky that I got into two master's programs back to back oh yeah like no it's not like it's it's meant to happen because I was supposed to do this um yeah and I'm just I want other people to know that too like if you're ever feeling that even in undergrad if you're feeling like I don't deserve to be here no you do I've had talks with people who have um this person who I'm extremely proud of um, went to a community college and then transferred out to a huge um, school. Uh, 25,000 people applied and they only accepted about like under a thousand, something like that. And it's just like they were shocked. And I was just like, no, like that, that was for a reason that you were supposed to be there. And it's so easy to say that to other people, but to yourself, you're like, no, you don't deserve it. Just typical. But yeah, to you, to those who are listening, if they're wondering, like, do I deserve to be here? Like, is it fair that I have all these things? Is it fair that I have this or like this degree or I have this talent or have this skill or got into this school or have this job? Yeah. Yeah, it is fair because it is yours. You worked for it. You didn't just wake up one morning and it fall in your lap. No, you worked for it. Whether it was through a connection, you going out and getting it, whatever, like you did something right to get that position or get that acceptance or get that degree. Something you did was right because you got it. So, you know, that is what it is. Um, But yeah, imposter syndrome is very real. And I talked to my other friend who graduated from her master's program a couple years ago and she was feeling the same exact thing and i just think grad school is set up to kill people <laughs> kill people like break them down until they have nothing left in their spirit and then be like here's your degree good luck honestly like it's just awful like, like you can't go in with that mindset you have to have a healthy balance like yeah you should be reviewing your notes before and after class you should be studying um two hours a day you should be having a big review at the end of the week you should be prepping all the time you should be reading chapters you should be doing all these things but you also need to breathe you also need sleep because if your mental health is not where it needs to be uh best believe that your studies aren't going to be either like oh yeah i'm so depressed i can't sleep i can't eat you supposed to get an a on that test my logic is is if you don't get it past 12 a.m you're not going to get it that's it go to sleep I remember one time I studied for this anatomy test um, until four in the morning with my classmates. And it was the worst decision of my life because I woke up more tired and I still didn't learn anything. (laughs) So what was the point? So my motto is, if you don't know it by 12 a.m., you're not going to know it. Take your ass to bed and then get up early tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. before your 8 a.m. or before your 10 a.m. And get a little like review session in before then and call it a day. Do not waste sleep. Sleep is so important because sleep is linked to 
making connections in your brain and keeping facts in longer and solidifying everything that you've learned the night before. Sleep is literally where you're building those long-term memories, short-term memories, and all that kind of stuff. It's so important. And you're not gonna you're gonna be thinking about sleep while you're doing your hundred question multiple choice test and you're gonna be dozing it off and it's happened. I literally see it happen. People in my class will pull all nighters and they'll get to the test and they'll be like dead inside. And they'll probably end up passing out halfway through the test. I've seen it. It happens. And it's just it's not that serious. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really not. I just I just can't wrap my head around it. It's really crazy. <laughs> it's like so nuts to me. Like, no, go to sleep. Like, I would rather, like, do okay on a test going in sure, like, what I know than being unsure about everything and not getting sleep. What? No. No, no. At least six hours. At least. Like, come on. You deserve six hours of sleep. Like, you just slaved all day to get this information in your head and now you're not going to go to sleep to make sure it's there, actually stays there. Stop it. Stop it. The best time to review is before bed. I've I've learned personally for me like I've learned that me reviewing like through Quizlets or um PowerPoints really quickly before bed like scanning over them like I'll wake up and be like oh yeah that is that oh yeah that is that oh yeah that is that so if you're looking for study tips go ahead and do that also um Quizlets are the best thing ever literally I remember um I would have like a split screen on my Mac and I would have, like, the PowerPoint on one side, the Quizlet on one side. I would just be copying, pasting, copying, pasting, copying, pasting, and adding a little thing the teacher said on top of that. And, yeah, golden. Golden. Also, if you're in grad school, undergrad, med school, PA school, dent school, vet school, whatever, invest in an iPad Pro, please. Stop wasting paper. Stop killing trees. Stop doing that. Stop it. Get an iPad. Get the iPad Pro pencil. Download the app Notability. This is not sponsored. I'm just saying, Notability is the best app ever because you can have line paper, grid paper, connect the dot paper, blank paper, colored paper, anything, um, highlighters, you can do shapes, you can do different color pens, different thickness, you can import your PowerPoints, take, you can scan documents, you can take pictures, you can insert GIFs, and it's amazing. It's literally everything you need, and it's all in one place. Like, I hated having notes and all these different folders and all these dividers and all the binders and all the color coding oh my god carrying the huge roll of pens and highlighters and pencils that shit's out that's whack don't do that get your backpack stop breaking your back put your one pound ipad in it and call it a day the best thing ever i swear when i got mine five of the people in my class got one I'm just an influencer like that, I guess. But literally, it's the best thing ever. I would recommend it to everybody. I would spend the money because it's literally going to last you through your whole college career without an issue. It's it's amazing. It's great. But yeah, don't let the imposter syndrome get you down. Don't let anxiety get you down. Um, please, I beg you, talk to people because I made the mistake of not and bottling it in and it's okay it's okay it's okay it's not um it's not normal for you to feel like that so don't think it is grad school isn't designed to make you feel like that although it seems like it is but it's not the teachers aren't out to get you the teachers aren't out to uh make you want to die um well from my school they want to help you i don't know about other schools like ucs um my school was extremely nice i think nicer than 
any other school, honestly, because teachers actually do care. They do care about their students. They're willing to be extremely flexible with you and do anything they can to make sure that you are succeeding. Because if you don't succeed, uh, they don't either. And they literally get paid to help you. (laughs) I've never understood why people don't go to office hours. Like They literally get paid. They're going to get paid whether you go or not. So it's just, why don't you go and annoy them? (laughs) Why not? Like, they're going to sit there anyway and eat their lunch. Like, go. Make sure they know your name. Make sure that you're in there all the time. So when it does come to the point where you're like, shoot, I need a 0.5 to get an 80, they won't mind giving it to you because, oh, yeah, she was in my office hours. Duh. Duh. And if you're asking for that and they're like, oh, well, I never seen you in my office hours, it's easy for them to be like, no, I'm good. I'm not going to give you this. Trust and believe that I've had that experience where I've been borderline so many times. And because I've been in their office hours or because they know me or because I answer questions, cla- questions in class, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll give it to you. Like, if you don't use those connections, come on now. That's what they're there for. They're not there just to look pretty and teach you. They're there to write letters of rec do office hours, do tutoring, explain things to you. You can talk to them outside of the classroom. Please go see them. Like, please. <laughs> they get paid to do that, whether you go or not. So just go. Um, yeah, man. I know teachers can be really intimidating. But, yeah, I, you want the grade or not? I've had to swallow my pride and ask for help. Uh, entering grad school because I was just like, yo, you're scary as hell, but I don't get this. Can you explain this to me? And they may make you feel stupid because I had a teacher last semester that made me feel dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. He had the whole class feel dumb. He dragged me in front of 20 people. And I had to sit there and take it and be like, oh, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. He still passed me though. He gave me that B. So, I mean, shoot, I got, I could drive over again to get a B, I guess. But like, it's... It's just crazy because he was, like, so evil in class. But, like, in his office hours, he was so nice. And I was just like, this is a friend. Like, he trying to play me. Like, is there cameras? Because he way too nice in here. But I think it's just because it was one-on-one. And I was going out of my way to come to him to see him. And I was like, hey, I was paying attention in class. I just don't get what this was. You know what I mean? So, yeah, even if they seem like a dick in class and it's just would tear you a new one if you ask them a dumb question in front of everybody go to the office hours it's okay and again imposter syndrome made me feel like i was inadequate to even ask questions i was just oh no i'm too anxious oh my god he's gonna drag me oh my god he's gonna think i'm dumb oh my god he's just gonna look at me crazy no no if he does so what get over it you're there to learn you're not there to impress anybody you're not there to do anything but learn literally learn i it just the hard lesson i had to learn um being in grad school and i'm done in august um so about six months well technically i'm done in june no june yes june i'm done in june Woof. four months <laughs> and then i graduate in august um probably going back to school because i can't stay out of school i also don't want to pay loans so <laughs> catch me getting another degree <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Uh, I gotta decide on where I'm going. Um, y'all will find that soon enough. I'll probably do like an Instagram <laughs> Instagram debut or something. But 
yeah, man, don't let it get you down. Stay positive, stay up. Don't let, talk to somebody. If you need to go to therapy, your teacher, your friend, please talk to somebody. Have that person, uh, have your group in grad school, undergrad to help study because it does help studying with a group. I mean, I would recommend studying first and getting it down by yourself first and then talking it out with a group or um, like having questions on certain things and then bring it to a group. That's just me though. Other people like to study individually. Some people like to do the group thing the whole time. I mean, people have different learning um, things. Some people are audio, visual, whatever. Although I also think that every grad school, I mean, every undergrad, grad school, PA, MD, whatever school should make it mandatory for their teachers to record their lectures and put it online. Because you know how much time that would save me? Like, I mean, I know some people would probably abuse it and not go to class. I know that happens. But it's just the fact that if you're sitting there trying to think like, oh my God, what did he say on this specific slide that I can't think of, nobody remembers, why isn't there a recording? I mean, now like you can record on your iPad within the Notability app. But I mean, it's just easy sometimes to just have the teacher like, this is for PowerPoint 1, this is for PowerPoint 2, blah, 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 you know, like to have their recording. <sighs> Sorry, that was like a tangent. I just, I feel really strongly about audio because I think audio is great. I would do audio and then visual and then notes and then teaching. If you can teach the subject, you know it. That's what our little literal motto is for my cohort if you can teach somebody something and it makes sense to them like you're teaching a five-year-old how mitochondria is a powerhouse of the cell then you got it i mean i think that's what everybody knows that mitochondria is a powerhouse of the cell even though there's so much more to it than that that i didn't even realize until i got to grad school <laughs> it's a whole thing guys it's not just a powerhouse of the cell it's so much more so much more so many processes processes whatever it's a hot mess don't ask me any questions because i still i don't even think last semester happened like it was so traumatic and so stressful and so filled with anxiety and tears and self-doubt that i just completely blocked out everything that that's how bad it was this semester is better because i have teachers who actually know what the hell we're talking about but ooh, last semester was very traumatic I, I can't even tell you a class, period. Like, I can't, I can't tell you a note that we had. I just remember the pain that I <laughs> The pain and emptiness that was inside of me. Yeah, crazy. But anyways, I'm going to end this episode right here. Um, if you guys have any questions about grad school or anything like that or studying, please let me know. I got you. Plus, I also got all the people in my cohort that have crazy ways of studying that are doing well so yeah that's it for tonight thanks for tuning in see you very soon in the next episode i'm about to record right now bye